0: Hello and welcome back to the P-A-L with Reb-T, the Pirkei Avos Learning. the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We're looking at Season 4, Chapter 4, Mishnah 5, Dalin Hey, Talking about learning in order to actually practice and preach and teach to others. Rabbi Shimon Omer Rabbi Shimon says, Someone who learns in order to teach must speak in Biyadu Lil is given the means to learn and to teach. One who learns in order to do must speak and be asos is given the means, the ability to learn to teach and to do. So the best thing to do is not just to learn for the theoretical, not just to learn for the base medrash but to actually learn in order to practice, and even better than practicing to really help others and really to teach others, and then you'll get the ability to do everything, to learn, to teach, and to practice. Rabbi Tzadik, Umar, Rabbi Tzadik says, Al torah la has do not make a crown with which to aggrandize yourself, ve'lo kardom lachpor behem, and not a spade to dig with. Ve'kachay omer and so too Hillel would say, would ishtamish one who makes use of the crown shall fade away. This comes to teach you, from here you learn. Whoever drives personal benefit from words of Torah removes his life from the world. Don't use the Torah to your own benefit. Don't use the Torah to try to make yourself great, loaded and, and, and high, and holy, and quote-unquote. Don't use the Torah for personal benefit. Don't use Torah just to advance yourself. Torah should be used to make the world better, to make ourselves better, and to help influence those around us, not to be used for personal gain, God forbid. Let's see what Rabbi Yonah says. Rabbi Shimon says, You learn in order to teach, given the means to learn and to teach. God forbid this does not refer to one who learns in order to teach and not in order to keep the mitzvahs of the Torah. Someone like that will be unable to either learn or teach. It refers instead to one who does learn in order to know what is permitted and what is forbidden, but his study is superficial. He's not working hard and delving into the material in depth to discover if there's something that is forbidden that appears to be permitted. He takes everything at face value. Because of his insufficient exertion, he will only be granted the means to follow through on his intent, namely learning, and teaching, but one who learns in order to do is given the means to learn to teach and to do. This means that his intent is to analyze the topic in depth in order to uncover the truth of the matter. He is willing to work for days, even years, to achieve an accurate understanding of even a small thing and conduct himself. In keeping with the truth, this scholar is learning in order to do. His sole intent is that his actions should be correct. He will be granted the means to learn, teach, and do, because everything he does is directed towards proper fulfillment of the mitzvahs. Then, don't make a crown to aggrandize yourself, Rabbi Tzedek says, refers to the words of Torah. Do not make Torah knowledge a crown for personal advancement and prestige in this world, for this is using Torah to obtain honor, which is a big no-no. An exception is if your intention is to enhance the Torah's honor. If others honor you as a taller scholar, it brings honor to the Torah itself. If the intention is sincerely only to see the Torah honor, not to enhance his personal prestige, he is permitted to accept such honor. Nor a spade do not derive any financial benefit from words of the Torah, for one should not receive any benefit from them at all. Hillel said, if you make the use of the crown, you'll fade away. The word tagah means crown, as in the Aramaic translation. And whoever desires personal benefit removes his life from the world. The world refers here to the world to come. The Mishnah speaks not only of gaining honor or money through Torah, but even of using one's status as a Torah scholar to save his own life. If one is in danger and can save himself with money or by any other means, he might take advantage of his Torah. When well, then Ramay on one occasion he was suspected of being a thief, he was tied up to be thrown in the river. All he did was cry out, "'Woe, Tarephan, this man is going to kill him!' As soon as the attacker realized that his victim was Rabbi Tarfan, he dropped him and fled. For the rest of Rabbi Tarfun's life, this incident caused him anguish, and he would say, "'Woe to me that I made use of the crown of the Torah, for one who uses the crown of the Torah has no share in the world to come!' Our sages Kamadar that Rabbi Tarfim was very wealthy, and since he had been accused of theft, he should have saved himself by offering to pay, the Gemara points out in the Dharam. They also tell us that Rabbi opened up his storehouses during years of Jod, saying, Those who learn scripture, those who learn Mishnah, those who learn Talmud may enter and take food, but Ami O'aretz, ignorant Jews, may not enter. Yonah ben a student of Rabbi's, pushes way in and enters, saying, Rabbi, feed me. Rabbi asks him, Have you learned scripture? No. Have you learned Mishnah? No. So how can I feed you? He replied, Rabbi, feed me as one feeds a dog or a raven. Rabbi arose and fed him. After he left, Rabbi said, Woe to me, for I have given my money to an aretz." His son, Rabbi Shimon, said before, and perhaps it was your student, Yonah ibn Amram, who does not wish to derive benefit from the Torah's honor. They investigated and found that this was indeed the case. Rabbi then said, Everyone may enter and be fed from the Gemara Baba Basra." Rabbi also did not intend to support people in honor of their Torah knowledge. However, while it is a mitzvah to support those who lack for their basic needs at a time of drought, and all who are needy may accept charity, Rabbi did not want Ami Arts to benefit from his money. He was acting in keeping with his opinion on this issue as expressed in his words, Suffering only comes into the world because of Ami Arts. Also in Baba Bastram. Even so, Yonah ben Amma went beyond the letter of the law, seeing that only Torah scholars were receiving support. He said to himself, This is the case they are being supported with the Torah's honor. He personally did not want to derive benefit from his Torah. That is why he answered as he did. If they had not fed him, thinking that he was an Alma arts, he would have then requested support as a Torah scholar. This would not have been a greater sin than transgressing any other mitzvahs of the Torah in order to save his life. The Torah teaches us, You shall live by them, V'chai and v'yikor. Our sages comment, and not die from them. Gemari Yuma: We must die rather than transgress only the three cardinal sins that we discussed earlier in Avos four four. The same is true of the incident with Rabbi Elezer bar Rav Shimon, who said, "She is like a merchant ships from after she brings her sustenance that comes from Mishli. He only accepted support from others because he was elderly and had taken great suffering upon himself." Talmud Bab Matiah relates to Rabbi Lezer Bar-Rabbi Shimon was afraid that he may have insulted one of the sages, so he prayed that he should be afflicted with suffering. For years he suffered, his wife would not allow him to leave the house so that he should not be taunted by others. As a result, he needed money for his sustenance and for costly medical expenses, and he had no other means. Once a boat was in danger of sinking in a storm, the sailors prayed that God save them in the merit of Rabbi Lezabar bin ben the storm subsided, when the sailors reached land, they visited led presented presenting him with gift, money, and food, which cured his afflictions. This is the greatest of all charities. One who is healthy, able to work, may not derive any sort of benefit from the Torah's honor. Our sages said that one who brings a gift to a Torah scholar is considered as if he had brought the first fruits to the temple from Kasubos. However, our sages only refer to gift-giving that is customary among ordinary people as well. It's a common practice to bring such a gift to an important person, even if he is an Amaretz. Our sage's word, one hmm. who wishes to benefit may benefit like Elisha. The Gamar Brachos points out, one who wishes to benefit may benefit like Elisha, for whom the Shunammite woman built and furnished a special room only place to things like supplying a Torah scholar with profitable business opportunities. Gamar Pesachim points out, this behavior is permitted, will be richly rewarded. The Torah also exempted Torah scholars from certain taxes and charges. Paul, taxes include along with several other traditional privileges. God granted these benefits as gifts to Torah scholars. Blvavasa points out, this is how Rabbi Mary Levi explained this Mishnah. So again... Learn in order to actually practice and do and teach, and you'll be given the means to have all three. And don't use Torah for your personal gain, for your personal benefit. Of course, if a person is a Rebbe or a Moram, or a person is doing something special to try to help the masses and needs to cover expenses, or he needs to be reimbursed in certain ways, there are ways to go about it. They say that you're... that that to get a salary as a Rebbe or more is okay because really you're not getting money for, for teaching the Torah. You're getting money for watching the kids and like babysitting the kids and making sure there's orderly conduct and that they're having grades and whatnot. In general though, don't use the Torah for your own selfish gain, for your own honor or for your own acquisition. And make sure to study for the right way. Study and learn Torah in order to spread Torah. Influence others, help others and practice the Torah and try to Give it over to other people so that everyone else's days can also be uplifted every single day. Join us next time as we talk on the PAL. The idea of honoring Torah is the best thing to do here on the PAL with Reb T. And I'm your host, Reb T.